I will never forget the one story you told about how um you We're recording it. We're recording. It's not a bad story. It's hilarious if you ask me. Um uh-huh. when you were saying how like your you you told your dad that um sometimes people will think in Joburg, especially when you're walking with an older like white guy, that he's your sugar daddy. And you told yeah. him that. And then you guys went to the pharmacy or whatever. And then he went to the pharmacist and was like, I'm her sugar daddy. How embarrassing. Legit, <laughs> <laughs> my dad. Even at, when we went to the, the restaurant later, he's like, oh, no, I'm her blesser. And I'm like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, even if you tell people, no, he's joking, they're going to be like, yeah, sure, babe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all gave me the side eye, like, bitch. Please. Cool. Guys, I have a whole face beat today. Yes! Oh. Guys, I didn't even watch. You guys are so annoying. You didn't watch? <laughs> no, why am I watching? I'm Listen, home. I've got a face beat. Yes. I even did my hair. You know, yes. Yes. Clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Carissa. Guys, I'm sorry I'm a bit late. Thank you so much for joining us at FSG Podcast. <laughs> yes. So you obviously know what we talk about, and I feel like a lot of people are really scared of us. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> you don't know why? <laughs> but um, today we really want to talk about like body positivity because that, obviously that's what you represents it's also what tj represents as well so uh, i don't know where do you guys want to start maybe let's start with talking about what you each personally feel body positivity looks like because i think it looks different for different people so for you individually what does body positivity look like well i think for me personally the one of the biggest things that i i knew that i had to overcome with my own personal body journey was I needed to be comfortable topless because for me, like seeing guys at the beach, guys at the pool topless, just comfortable in their skin, showing off their upper bodies and things like that. I always was envious of that. And I knew that that's something that I'd need to do to know that, okay, I'm at a place now where I'm comfortable enough to kind of show off my body. And that's kind of like, where it kind of began for me and on social media, just like putting myself out there, showing big boys and all their balls and just being like, listen, this is me. I deserve to also, you know, be celebrated for my beauty, for my body and just for my my being. That's beautiful. I'll just jump off what TJ was saying. Um, yeah, I think for me as well, in terms of it being in a personal capacity, I think the beauty industry is obviously, as we know, it's very reliant on aspiration as a way of marketing. Um, so it's always like you, you can never be happy with the space you're in now because you can always have bigger lips, you could always have bigger hips, you yeah. could always have a bigger butt, you know what I mean? There's just always something to strive towards. And I think my journey, because it's going to continue forever, is just kind of understanding that that gap is really just created um, for me to to feel inadequate. So just kind of like being happy with where I'm at right now and with what I see in the mirror right now. 
Um, and then generally speaking, I think body positivity is just creating the space for other options. Do you know what I mean? Because the standard is warped and it's weird and speaks to what I mentioned before about aspiration. And I think that there is so much room for all of us to just really be celebrated. I think, I guess it's what you said was it's the beauty industry. The beauty industry makes money off of people feeling insecure about themselves. Exactly. If we were all secure and comfortable, we wouldn't need any beauty products or we wouldn't need any plastic surgeries. We wouldn't yeah. need any, you know, beauty treatments and things like that. So it's almost like this thing that media has like, fed us that okay yes you have a nice lips but your arms aren't nice like you they always has to be something wrong with you you always have to aspire to change something or to buy something or to be something exactly and i think it's also like directly tied to desirability which sucks because you have the beauty industry but then you have like media feeding into it so it's like you are only um lovable if you are a size eight or if your hair looks like this or if you perform sexuality in this sort of way Mm. and it's just i don't know it's really difficult i think both for men and women yeah for sure I think for me, like, I want to get to a point where, I mean, I'd love to do, what is it like Marie Claire used to do? Like, uh, for oh, this naked thing? Oh, the nude mm-hmm. issue. Naked issue. I'd love to do, like, a nude shoot. But I'm like, mm-hmm. first of all, I don't know who's going to do it. Like, it's <laughs> time ago. What <laughs> 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 I just want to do something, like, tasteful. Do you know what I mean? Or, like, um, pose for, like, a portrait or something. But... I've been in like a lot of shoots for my business and every time like when the final pictures come out because they never send you anything for approval that you just find out that the article's out or whatever yeah. they always yeah. kind of like airbrush so much and I'm like I don't really look like that though you know what I mean yeah. Like, yeah. my arms and like even my hands I'm just like oh okay so it's it's like it's a bittersweet moment for me because I'm like oh it's great that I'm in this magazine but I'm like that's not really what I look like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The so what do you guys feel about airbrushing in general? Because I know airbrushing, it's, I, I don't even feel comfortable saying it's a necessary evil, but it's kind of something that's like very ingrained in media. Like yeah. most of the images you see on social media or in any type of media platform are usually airbrushed. So what are you guys' view on, views on airbrushing? But I mean, airbrushing isn't, isn't like a filter anyway. Yeah, it's like an Instagram filter almost. Yeah, you're so kind of enhancing the way you look, but like on, the, no. I, I don't know. I feel a bit like two. I've got two minds about it. On the one hand, I'm like, oh, whatever. Like enhance the way I naturally look. It's like it's a fun thing to do. It's just like how a filter is just like a fun thing for me to have. But on the yeah. other end, I'm just like, oh, this is not the truth. And someone who maybe looks up to me or looks at me as like, um, I don't know, I don't know, as an example or whatever, is gonna think that this is true and that they have to strive for that when mm. it's all a lie. Fungeka, don't you also feel like even in our own capacity, you know what I mean? When I throw filters and stuff and take out the yeah. blemishes and whatnot, it's pressure on yourself. Cause then it's like, yeah. I, I know that I don't even look like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now you yeah. to meet ups, you're, you're meeting for coffee or whatnot. And you have this really curated self to meet up to, and you, you, yeah. you catfish the world pretty much. You don't look like. Yeah, I feel definitely. like a lot of people who advocate for body positivity are people that are, you know, posing nude on Instagram or like are, are very vocal on social media. And 
you know, I feel like I'm to a point body positive. I mean, I've got a lot of work to do, but you'll never see me posting like in a bikini on, on Instagram. I'm just, I don't know, I feel weird about that. So I'm like, yeah. am I body positive? Like, is body positivity you bearing your soul or your body out? Like, what? what is it? Well, I don't think it's necessarily being naked on social media yeah. or anything like that. I think the only reason why some people choose that route is because you don't see, all you see are like lean, skinny kind of girls just like posing all sexy and suggestively naked on social media. So it's kind of like empowering to see people that aren't, that don't fit that stereotypical body type um, post on social media. So I don't think it's necessarily about being naked. I think it's more about celebrating your curves and your body and showing the world and showing media that the the, the the kind of image that you've portrayed of plus size people or bigger people, people that aren't your stick figures or your size zero isn't um, unhappy or insecure or mm. not comfortable in their skin. It's just about showing that, no, baby, I've got this and I know I look good in my size 52. <laughs> yes. But I think mm. it's also, like you're saying, just providing an alternative, you know what I mean? So instead of yeah. me scrolling and feel really feeling really bad about myself, like I can scroll and see a TJ and be like, oh my God, I, I'm reflected, yeah. I'm represented. Um, mm. And I, I, I do feel good in myself. Um, mm. So I think it's just about diversifying what, what we consume. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I mean, for me personally, it started on social media because I remember just scrolling down on my feed and just scrolling down and all I saw was like, yo, lean bodies. I think it was like the beginning of summer, so everyone was just like showing off. And I mean, they're beautiful bodies, but at the same time, it just like fed into my insecurities. And I was just like, gosh, I need to do something. What's wrong with me? Like, I don't see people that are like me on social media. So why am I even trying? Like, what am I even doing? Until I found my tribe on social media and I found people that were like me, that looked like me, um, and were comfortable in their skin and celebrating their curves and their bodies. So how long did it take you to find those type of people? I I, I remember there was a day where I unfollowed everybody that had a six pack. Um, Because I was like... (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know it sounds crazy, but I was just like, what are they doing for me, honestly? I mean, it's I just nice that. to look. I get that. It's nice to look at it, everything. But what are they doing to me? What are they feeding into my idea yeah. and my journey towards self-love? Nothing. So then I found and I researched and I looked for guys that were body positive, and I followed them and I messaged them and I started interacting with them and like that. That's how I built like my tribe. Me too. I had followed so many people that like made me feel bad about myself. And to mm. an extent, I kind of, I felt a bit of guilt and shame, but you protect your peace at all costs. You know what I mean? Absolutely. If you're and it doesn't yeah. make you feel good, then why, why are you even following those people? Um, mm-hmm. And also, I think that, especially like with media and stuff, a lot of what we take in is definitely um, like subconscious stuff, like, you know, just watching adverts and, and walking through malls and seeing certain things, you know, you don't even question it. And so it just definitely affirms this very warped idea of what, you know, beauty is in your mind. And so I think you have to be intentional about um, what you gonna curate your feed to be. And I think that's the beauty of social media. Like it's not traditional media. You have this two way flow of information. So you can basically 
like you said, unfollow who you want to, follow who you want to, so that when yeah. you go online, it is a safe space for you. It is a place that encourages you, affirms you, and definitely makes you just feel good. You know. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw your post the other day, Carissa. Um, you were talking about like people in lockdown, and it's like you know the only thing you can really do is probably watch content and eat, mm-hmm. right? And then yeah. <laughs> talking about um, this diet culture. And I, I just want to hear your guys' point of view on, you know, people coming out of lockdown either with like proper summer bodies because all they've been doing is working out, or it's yeah. just kind of like they've just been looking after themselves mentally because it's like, mm-hmm. well, I just want to protect my peace at the end of the day. Like, what's the point in having a six pack and being like in a shitty mental space? It's not. It's not going to help right. anybody. Um, so I think, especially during this period, like I've been seeing a lot of posts about it's not a, there's no competition happening. Like it's not a productivity contest. And I agree with that. Like however you cope is definitely fine. But I do think that we shouldn't have to put this pressure on ourselves to come out the other end looking like as God, I don't know, just a like different Beyonce. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a different version of ourselves. Um, I think we just need to make sure that we're okay every single day. And we are at home. And we yeah. are eating more. Like things aren't normal. Like our usual schedules and routines are not the same. So you can't expect different results when everything is chaos. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I definitely think whether or not people agree with me, but I wanted to put it out there to just say that it's so fine. Like gain 10 kilos, it's okay. Like weight is something you could always lose and put on again. And also the first three letters of diet is die. Okay. (laughs) So that should be an indication of like, what dieting is all about yeah like, <laughs> exactly <laughs> i don't know about you guys um i don't know how you guys grew up right but so i'm obviously adopted and my family's white right so they obviously have a completely different gene pool than i do okay mm. my mom's very much like a fitness freak and a half right very health conscious which is great but i'm yeah not built like that. I'm a closer woman at the end of the day, right? Yes, closer woman. <laughs> I got a big booty, you know what I mean? Like thunder thigh situations. And no matter yeah. what I do, I'm always going to have that. So I've had to really like grow to understand my body and to love that. So I'm just like, I don't know. Did you guys have the same thing growing up? I actually had the complete opposite, Luce. Um, My family, my mom's side of the family especially, they're all like curvy and like regular sized women. And then I am tiny. So every time they see me, they're just like, oh, B, you just never grow. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm 27. Like, why are you guys still telling me that I'm not growing? So it's always been a weird thing for me to just be like, I'm the small one in the family. And it's but isn't that fun. weird that body positivity isn't about being overweight? It's literally yeah. about, it could just be being different. Yeah, it's just about being different around the people that you know you're influenced by or that kind of raised you. That's so weird to me. And it's all yeah. yeah. family gatherings. They're all like nobody asked you, but they're always yeah. like, oh, looking bigger. Eh? <laughs> What do you respond? How do you respond when people talk about your weight now at this age? I actually just shock them and say I'm three months pregnant and then I walk away. (laughs) (laughs) 
I just laughed it off. I'm just like, yeah, whatever, man. You guys have been saying the same thing since I was like 10. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm used to it now. I, I mean, if it's like further family, like aunties and uncles and stuff, I think I definitely would probably nervously laugh it off and be like, yeah, you know, it's it's life. I'm I'm an adult now. But when it comes to people that are closer that I feel actually listen to me, like my mom or dad, for example, I'll tell them very gently that it's not appropriate to comment on people's weights at all. Like I remember there was this time that my dad commented on a cousin of mine. Nobody knew she was pregnant at all, but he was just like, oh, when are you due? And oh my God, like I was so secondhand embarrassed on his part. Thank God she was pregnant. So she was just like, Oh my God. You know, I guess this is the time to announce it, but um, <laughs> just don't comment on people's weight. Like, it's none of your business at all. Yeah. Like, don't feel entitled to know what's up and what's going on with, with, with their personal lives like that. I've had that. Somebody like come up to me and be like, oh, so are you pregnant or when are you due? And I'm <gasps> wow. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm not pregnant. And then it's like, <gasps> but why did you even say that if you weren't ready for the response? Like, exactly. oh, that's so enraging. It's always guys, right? It's always guys. <laughs> it is it's a guy. So interesting. Whoa. And I'm also just like, I don't know why I need to feel embarrassed. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But you shouldn't. You shouldn't at all. But but is it family members or is it just no, like friends? Complete strangers. What? Wow. <laughs> That's why. People, yeah. they have livers for days, bro. Like, <laughs> they have livers. Okay, I don't know how I'm gonna shape this, but it's just gonna come out the way it is. I know for me personally, is a lot of like my value for my body has been influenced by um me trying to attract the the same sex or the the whatever sex you want to attract am i making sense so far yes yeah 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 so how has that influenced how you see your body yeah yes please wait i feel like that's a whole phd (laughs) (laughs) a lot of how we perceive life how we move around in the world is definitely like filtered through the male gaze or let me mm. rather speak for myself because I don't want to. I don't want to speak on behalf of anyone. And so every single thing that 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 comes out of my body, my movement, my words, my the way I express myself, especially growing up, like was very much attached to how men perceive me because I wanted them to find me attractive. And so mm. a lot of what I did was very much like self-conscious to the extent that like just tied with desirability so it's like am i sitting right am i moving right did i say the right thing like did i say something that's gonna make them reject me in some sort of way and it could be anybody like it doesn't even have to be somebody that i want to sleep with and somebody that i want to be in a relationship with i'm just like so hyper conscious of myself um especially when i'm around men and i hate it so much like I wish it yeah. wasn't that way and I'm trying to unlearn so much of it. But definitely, like I even remember my first long-term relationship, man. I went on this weight loss journey. I lost so much weight. It got to a point, he was quite like a slim guy, where I remember one day I was in his apartment and I think he was in the bathroom or something. I tried on one of his pairs of jeans and was so happy that they fit me because finally like I could fit this 
I could fit my body into this ideal self that I imagined. I was skinny now, therefore I was more desirable, therefore I was more wanted and needed and all of those sorts of things. And it it was crazy because I mean, I was probably the most unhappy that I've ever been. Um, So I definitely can relate to you, TJ, like a lot Mm. of my my sexuality and my self-expression has definitely been like at the hands, I would say, of men, (laughs) which sucks. I'm I'm coming from like plus size woman who's single, right? And Mm -hmm. like, okay, so when I first set up my Tinder account, let's tell the story, shall we? Um, I had asked my guy friend, okay, cool. So, you know, what do I need to put up? Like, what do I say? Like, I was excited, I was nervous or whatever. And then he's like, okay, yeah, it's fine. Like, uh, girls don't really have to say a lot about yourself. I mean, you're pretty anyway. But um, just make sure that you're not putting up, like, just portraits. Do, like, a full body picture because, you know, Mm -hmm. some people um, don't like plus-size women. And I was, like, thinking to myself, I am (laughs) plus-size at the end of the show. What do I do? (laughs) And I'm like, "Uh, okay, so... Do, do men not like that or whatever and I was just like okay I just put up whatever I could and then I also got like messages of people like people with like really great bodies like come through the DMs with um, oh I just really love like thick women and you're exactly my type without even getting to know me so I'm like yeah. have, like a weird fetish or like are you a feeder like what is the vibe I don't know <laughs> But the thing is, there's yeah. a fine line between someone appreciating you and it being a fetish. So yeah, it's like, it's, yeah. where does this person fall and how do you even decipher that? You just never know. So this goes back to like the, the question I had earlier with you guys where I was saying, is body positivity something that needs to be, um, I guess, outwardly expressed to the world. So for example, with pole dancing for me, I feel so great when I'm in my class because also there's girls of all different sizes, also guys there. Everyone's a different body shape and size and height and everything. And we're all dressed in like basically bikinis. Literally, if you're dressed more than that, you're going to get injured. So the instructor literally says you have to take your top off. And like, I remember there being a, a day where he was just like you have to take your top off because if if i teach you these moves and you're wearing a t-shirt you're gonna slip yeah. and fall and that's actually really dangerous and everyone in the class is like take it off take it off. and i was just like oh my god oh my god and then eventually like the next class i came and i was prepared to take my top off and i was there in like my like like a sports bra and shorts and um and now i'm just so comfortable in that class but whenever i take videos of um like my poll class or like a, a thing that I've learned, I never post it on social media. Like I'll post maybe in my close friends, but I'll mm. never post it on my actual feed because I just feel so weird about it. But I'm like, yeah. I don't know why I feel weird when I'm so confident in the actual class. But when it comes to actually posting on my feed, I'm like, oh. Uh. Do you think that there's a part of it that either you feel um, people might sexualize you in that like in that space, Ooh. or do you yeah. think it's it's like, um, I don't know, feeling insecure or something. I think um, it might be a bit of both. Because like also when I look at the videos, I'm like, oh, that looks a bit crazy. Um, so it is a little, <laughs> it, is some, some, it is some form of insecurity. Um, 
but also I am very wary about being sexualized because like if you look at my Instagram there's nothing sexual at all about it it's like smiley faces everywhere I'm just laughing with my friends so I don't want to mm. like disrupt that output of that energy that without being sexy, <laughs> sexy girl when I'm not sexy girl like when you meet me I'm not the bad bitch I'm smiling you and really are live she's so sexy <laughs> she doesn't even need to try she doesn't even need to try it's that oh, good good <laughs> what okay I'll take it I'll take it I'll take it but do you guys think body positivity is just for fat people no No. Because, because I get a lot of questions about that and I'm always just like I mean I get why people would equate it with people that are bigger but yeah. like I don't think it's just about being um you know body positive and it's only just for people that are plus size or fat or whatever. What two of my best friends in primary school and high school, right? Um hmm. white girls. One was extremely pale but like beautiful red hair and like freckles and she was so insecure about that and she had like a beautiful like like curvaceous body for a white girl so i say <laughs> okay mm. um and then another one she was like model thin but people kept teasing her about like you're so thin like eat something you're anorexic and she used to get mm. so embarrassed about that and then here i am in the middle just like this little chubby black girl like uh. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah i think the mistake that a lot of people make is is um thinking that body positivity is in relation to your size it can also be in yeah. relation to your skin color your like if you have a birthmark or anything that's on your actual body it's just your physical confidence but also i guess close to what carissa said it's also your mental i think we need to like credit the movement to where it comes from and i think it was started um out of like fat women being sick and tired of seeing the same thing you know what i mean yeah. and they yeah. start starting this alternative perspective so i think definitely need to credit that it does come from that place um and therefore we've all benefited from it whether you have freckles or a gap tooth or big hair or red hair or skinny body yeah. or fat or whatever um and yeah but i do think it is for everyone it's just like an inclusive movement you don't have to be positive about your body all the time because if we're being honest like i don't wake yeah. up every day go yes rolls yes stretch marks <laughs> yeah. that's not my reality and it would be great if we could get to a point of just your body as it is doesn't even need to be like heavily celebrated but it really doesn't have to be um pulled down either i mean i think it's also just wild it just blows my mind i don't understand why human beings based their idea of beauty out of other people's opinions it's i don't know how we got into that culture and that kind of thinking and that mentality and it's really difficult to break and that's why i've been focusing on the like the mental side because that is internal work and i think that mm. like tj was saying like everything is so external like what other people say about you other people's opinion yeah. you know your mom your dad your brother your girlfriend your boyfriend's opinion and mm. at some point we've got to like I don't know, just kind of take accountability and be like, you know what, mentally I need to be stronger. I need to accept myself. I need to um embrace every quote unquote flaw that I have so that if I get into the world and they celebrate me, that's great. But if somebody throws an insult at me, that's also fine because I know who I am. But can I just say 
um, my 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 <laughs> my cousin has a daughter, and um, I was uh, she was literally dying, and she called me. I was like, "What's going on?" She's like, "Please listen to what my daughter wants to be when she grows up." And I was like, "Okay, what do you want to be when you grow up?" And she's like, "I want to be a drag queen." I was like, "Yes, that." <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I want to be a drag queen. I'm like, that is so cute. That I is adorable. And I think it's up to us to change how kids feel about themselves and to kind of give them that possible, that kind of idea that you can be whatever you want to be, babe. It's just a matter of just like, you know, accepting it and just going for it. Yeah, for sure. And I think also parents need to get into the rhythm of not caring about what other people have to say about their kids. Because yeah. I think that that's also another thing that, that, um, parents do and that's another driving force as to why parents can be so hard on their kids because they're so worried about what's such and such in the, the church is going to say or auntie smang mm. that lives next door is going to say oh my son does this or my daughter does this 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 that they're so worried about what everyone else is going to say that they don't actually take the time to support their child mm, mm, mm. I get that. um we're all we're all in our 20s right or late, yes. early 30s. Okay, yes. so if you could go back to your high school self and tell them something about body positivity or something about beauty, what would you tell your younger self? So my thing with this question, right, is um, I always, I'm always tripped up about it because on the one hand, if I were to go back and tell my younger self something that I've now learned, I wouldn't mm. have learned it, if that makes mm. sense. So I kind of feel like I need to go through those motions to then become the person that I am now. So part of me is like, I wouldn't tell myself anything because I need to go through all the ups and downs. But also part of me is like, I I would want to go back and be like, babes, it's not that serious. Like chill out. Mm. It's not that hectic. Enjoy yourself. Have a good time. And if anyone has anything to say about it, fuck them. Doesn't matter. I, I think I would say, yeah, I, I would tell myself to not be afraid to flaunt it. Because I've always been the type of person that would wear black and cover up and cover up mm-hmm. and just be envious of those other people, like in bikinis and crop tops. And like, I've also like, I love my mom, but sometimes she's also just like, okay, don't eat that one or okay, let's cover up that or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, that really killed my confidence a lot so i would just be like flaunt it bitch flaunt it (laughs) i love that i don't know during primary school and high school and stuff there's just so much that you can put your energy into um outside of you know looking like a bad bad like you don't need to be doing that at 16 i don't think anyway um so focus on your academics like focus on figuring out who you are you know what i mean those things are so important at those very impressionable ages um you have your entire life to figure out what kind of hair you want what kind of you know dress sense you want and and how much skin you want to show you don't need to be doing that at such a young age i had a good answer for that question that i just asked and then i heard b's answer and i'm like no i i take that one I want that one. <laughs> <laughs> I need I needed to learn the lesson, so now I'm good. <laughs> yeah. 